Hey guys, once again, spoilers here, so if you haven't seen The Last Jedi, you know what to do. I think it's necessary to cover more of why Luke killed himself instead of worrying about what his role could be later on in the films. Let's talk about that scene, shall we? So he lands on Crate, gets killed by Kylo, symbolized by the red salt swipe under Kylo's feet after the finishing strike. Then we see he's still there as he turns to face his nephew when Kylo prods his lightsaber further, and we see he's just a hologram, so to speak. A projection of his real self. Now, without going into detail about just how he dodged every attack Kylo threw at him, showcasing how much of a Grandmaster he is compared to his nephew, which was epic to see, he vanishes just as he says, See you around, kid. Which is a nod to Han Solo. We then see Luke levitating above his meditation rock and plummets backwards, landing in exhaustion. When his hands clenched the boulder, he floated above to look at something in the sunset. Now, I should mention in this scene, I thought he saw Obi-Wan or Anakin, which honestly would have let me be at peace with this ending. However, the way they just ended it with another literal cliffhanger, so to speak, for the next two years just makes me kind of annoyed and wanting more, which I suppose is their purpose. Why did Luke kill himself? Well, he didn't actually. Let me explain. The entire movie is surrounded by the new ideology of what Palpatine said in Revenge of the Sith. That if you're to understand a great mystery, one must study all its aspects, not just the dogmatic narrow view of the Jedi. If you wish to become a complete and wise leader, you must embrace a larger view of the Force. Which is what Luke has done in every way he could. He became a Grand Master after Return of the Jedi. He searched the galaxy for lost relics and the ancient Jedi texts. He lost everything and then found Octu to further study what he felt would help him accomplish his journey of embracing a larger view of the Force. I'm still tied to the belief that Snoke is related to the Prime Jedi or is the Prime Jedi himself, which is how he controlled Ben from such a young age. If you notice in the film, we keep hovering around the circular emblem of the Prime Jedi, constantly. It's always in view whenever they speak, albeit blurred and slightly in the background, but it's always in plain sight. Nothing is a coincidence in Star Wars. For example, hyperspace tracking is a new thing in The Last Jedi. However, in Rogue One, we see the Emperor was already working on it. Luke had reached every avenue he could. The dark, the light, speaking with the Force ghosts, reading from the ancient Jedi texts. The only thing left for him to do was to become one with the Force itself, to go through the entire spectrum of the Force. As Obi-Wan says to Vader, if you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. And when Kylo strikes Luke, he says, if you strike me down in anger, I'll always be with you. Luke hasn't gone anywhere, and for our sake, he's still going to be in the films. I mean, can you guys imagine the amount of rage and backlash Disney would receive if they finished the entire Skywalker saga of nine films without putting Luke in the film once? Yoda returned in this film, and what did we see? He had powers that we didn't even know a Force user could have. And at certain angles, it literally looked as if he had no blue aura, like he was alive when he stood next to Luke. Luke's Force projection, which was manipulated by the Force itself, was able to touch Leia on the head, kiss her on the forehead, and hand her Han's dice. Yoda's powers were unimaginable. Being able to control the lightning in the sky and pinpoint it to the Force tree at will was an ability we never saw before. I mean, even Palpatine himself couldn't control the weather. Force ghosts are literally like gods now at this point, more powerful than what the organic body can do, which is so limited compared to the next level. Now, for those of you who will see the film or will see it again, when Luke dies, pay attention to a glimpse of a rainbow in the corner of the sky. 
A rainbow, in some religions, in Buddhism mainly, symbolizes enlightenment, to have gone to the maximum level of understanding and mental consciousness, and hence, Luke's tears as he looked into the twin suns, possibly seeing something that would be revealed in episode 9. Something we'll have to wait two years for. Becoming one with the Force is a pathway to greater knowledge, to visit all aspects of the Force by becoming one with the Force itself. Now let's touch on something briefly in this video as well, Snoke. Snoke is in the same realm Luke is. He doesn't have Sith eyes, he is not a Sith. Therefore, the ability for him to transfer his essence into the Force itself is just as much as Luke's, if not more. That means we could have a very big showdown in Episode 9. Kylo and Rey on the ground, and Snoke and Luke using powers of the Force that we've never seen before or thought possible. Luke is not gone. If anything, he's just begun and now can fully explore his potential in the Force with all the Force ghosts he's about to encounter and learn from. Remember, he's reached his peak limit as a mortal being in the flesh, but he has only just begun his first steps into the next stage. This is where things really begin to get crazy, just as they did for Yoda's powers in this film. I mean, he was able to control physical matter in the film and prevent Luke from going into the tree itself. He literally force-pushed Luke out of the tree. The laws have been changed on us, and I know this is a big transition period for all of us. It is so much bigger than what we thought. That said, I do wish that we saw Luke fight someone with his green lightsaber. However, I am hopeful and almost sure that we'll see something that we want in Episode 9. The script and story for the film has already been written and now sent into Lucasfilm for review, and apparently it's a Star Wars fan's dream, so they say. But hey, who knows at this point? They could give us something that we will hate. Hopefully they'll give us something that we want. If they think the fans have given them backlash now for The Last Jedi, just imagine if they fail the final episode of the saga. I'm sure we won't be happy. What did you all think about The Last Jedi? Was it something that you were expecting? For me, it had some ups and downs, and mainly it left a lot of things that I hoped would have been answered to be continued for Episode 9, which is another two years away. That means we now have four years of waiting, if you think about it. We were told a long time ago that Episode 8 won't reveal anything about Snoke, but the end of Episode 9 will reveal everything, taking us into the next trilogy of films, which I assume will be about the Unknown Regions, or have something to do with it all. Thank you for watching, everyone. I hope you're having an awesome day today, and I will see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you always.